It's time for our mystic show, You and Me, episode 167. to slow down. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mystic Show. I'm back. <laughs> I'm going to explain last week, but... I'm happy you're able to join me here on The Mystic Show at this very moment. This is the show where we talk about spirituality and mindfulness and meditation and a lot of things that are otherworldly and unseen. And the purpose of this show is for you and I to move along this journey that we're on, this adventure of being incarnated in a human body, trying to figure out who we are, where we are, what we're doing. New episodes are released every Friday morning, early, and you can hear us as a podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and our website, themysticshow.net. Have you been there lately? Themysticshow.net. All our episodes, uh, a lot of pictures of me too, if you go to the uh, About the Host page, I put a lot of pictures on there from when I, at the times I was traveling the world and all that kind of stuff. You can also sign up for the behind-the-scenes emails. You get a little personal email from me every week, and you also get a free audio creation that I made called Relax with Rumi, where I read some selected Rumi quotes over relaxing music. It's actually really cool. People really like it. And it's free. It's 47 minutes, four tracks of, of MP3s. So yeah, just sign up for the email list. And there's other stuff too, but I think that's enough of an intro for today. <laughs> I want to read an excerpt from the book that we frequently read from, 365 Dao, Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. It's one passage for every day of the year. Today, I'm recording this is April 14th, 2016. You're going to hear it tomorrow morning. April 15th, which is, uh, well, they, what do they call it? Tax day. That's when our taxes are due. I hope your taxes are done. If not, you better hurry. Anyway, today's passage in this book is called readiness and I'm going to read it here. This is really cool. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> that's not part of the reading. That's, that's just my advice for, for when you hear this reading. Okay, here we go. Readiness. A knife keeps its edge only with honing and proper cutting. A warrior's virtue is readiness. A sage's virtue is awareness. This life is so competitive and challenging that one must remain in constant readiness for the problems and conflicts that come with each day. That is why followers of Tao meld the way of the warrior and the sage. They want the courage and preparedness of the fighter, 
the luminous perception of the wise. Each day, they dedicate themselves to maintaining their characters and perpetuating their development. But how does one maintain one's edge without blunting? There is a fable about a king who was watching his butcher. He was amazed that the man could dismember a whole ox without much effort and without dulling his knife. Seeking to learn, the king questioned his servant, who said that his secret was to insert his knife only in the spaces between muscles, thus parting the body along its natural lines. In this way, where an ordinary butcher had to grind his blade daily, he only had to sharpen his knife once a year. From this, we can learn that we must first hone ourselves to a sharp edge, but the proper use of our talents is equally essential. We must remember to take action along the basic lines and seams of the day. If we do this, we can never be opposed for long. There you have it. Readiness. How do you maintain your edge without blunting? Well, I have a couple topics I want to talk about today. And by the way, today you and I are just two wolf pups. That's right. We're baby wolves. We're wolf pups. And we're new in this world. And our mom is feeding us. And what do we do with the rest of our time? We play. And we wrestle. I know when I was growing up, I did a lot of that wrestling with my brothers. We were four boys growing up in one house. And... There was a lot of uh, wrestling and arguing and fighting and playing, right? Nothing too crazy. But I think especially with boys, there, there's a lot of uh, wrestling and roughhousing or whatever you want to call it. So as a wolf pup, why do you do that? The main reason is to strengthen yourself, right? You're a small, you're a baby wolf. You're a wolf pup. You need to get some strength. You need to work out your muscles. You also learn skills and knowledge, right? When you pretend play and fight with your with me, your fellow wolf pup, we learn skills and knowledge from wrestling with each other, playing with each other, right? It's very important. I mean, if you and I as wolf pups, if we don't wrestle and figure things out, I think once we grow up a little, we might get our butt kicked. Right? Because we don't know. We didn't learn enough. We're still little babies, even though we're grown up. Now, when you and I are wolf pups and we're wrestling and playing and fighting, whatever, do we hate each other? Of course not. We don't hate each other. We're just wrestling, we're just playing. Sometimes it gets a little emotional, sometimes it may turn into a semi-real fight, but you're my brother or you're my sister. So I don't, I don't ever hate you, right? There's that, that whole concept of hate doesn't even come into it. That's how I feel as a little wolf pup. So obviously, <laughs> you know what's coming, <laughs> a spiritual analogy. I feel this is how it is 
with you and I on our spiritual journey. We are younglings. We are pups. We are tiger cubs. We are polar bear cubs, right? In terms of in terms of our divine being, for sure. So part of the spiritual journey and being on the journey with other people, because that's, you know, the humans are social animals, right? We have families, we have social circles, we have friends. So we're on the path with other people. And it's almost like we're all wolf pups growing up. And in a spiritual sense, what happens is, this is what I've experienced in my life, we discuss things. We talk about things. We talk about spiritual concepts. We practice meditation and cleaning or whatever we practice, and we kind of talk about it sometimes. And we say, what was your experience? Well, this was my experience and this kind of thing. There's also some philosophy, some idealism that comes into play. And of course, there's observations of the world where once we gain some spiritual awareness, we start to see other people and organizations for what they really are. You know, a lot of people in this world say that they're one thing, but really they're another. And they only pretend to be something to earn money, really, or power, right? It's either one of the two, usually. So when you and I are going on the spiritual journey, shoulder to shoulder, walking down the path, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about higher concepts, spiritual practices, everything. And guess what? We're not going to agree on everything. Sometimes philosophically, we might disagree about what's important or what's not. We might disagree about how to implement spiritual things. I mean, really, we might disagree a little bit, but mostly we agree. And we never hate each other. I mean, that's how I feel in my experience. I've had lots of conversations with people where I absolutely disagree. And I don't have such a good feeling during that conversation either. But I never hate the other person. Ever. It's not even in my realm of possibility to hate the other person. That's crazy. I view it as we're just wolf pups and we're wrestling. And if I have a different idea than you, and if I think my idea is correct, and maybe not that yours is not correct, but maybe whatever, I will tell you my idea. And I'll support my idea with my thoughts and knowledge and feelings and whatever. And maybe some facts and maybe some logic and reasoning. And you being on the path with your own experiences, if you disagree, you just tell me, hey, I disagree. And, and then you tell me your reasons and your logic. and your... See, what this is, it's on, it's on like a mental, it's really on the mental level, mental slash spiritual level. We're just playing with each other. We're, we're, we're wrestling, you know? That's what we're doing. And what happens when we do that, when we talk about these higher concepts and we try to explain them and help each other understand things, what happens? We grow. I personally believe 
that that's an important part of our spiritual journey is talking with each other on an intellectual level, logic, reasoning, intellect, and understanding ideas. And of course, how they relate to our experience and our practice. Now, at a certain point in spirituality, I think each of us will rise beyond that, where you don't need the intellect anymore, where everything's pure love and everything is oneness and perfect. And and yes, that's always there, but most of us are not there yet in our lives where we can just walk around with a little smile on our face in bliss. It's just that's just not how you can live today. You can't you can't I don't I don't know if anyone can live that way. I mean, 24/7 all day every day live that way. You can't. Because there's always things you have to do and and people you have to interact with. <laughs> and annoyances that you have to confront. Right? I don't know. Maybe you disagree with what I just said. Well, I'll tell you what. If you disagree or you have your, a different thought or an additional thought, go ahead and comment on this post on the mysticshow.net uh, episode 167. Put a comment in there. We can talk about it through the comments if you like. So in my life on the spiritual path, I've come across people who they're on the path with me. And as long as we agree, everything's fine. But the moment I disagree with something or I want to talk about something or question something, then the relationship changes. Then it's not so clear. It's not so much, not so much brother and sisterhood going on there anymore. Right? Sometimes that happens. And it's okay. It's actually a good thing. It's just another level of learning for me. I have to learn, in my case, I have to learn how to interact with a brother or a sister who just refuses to, to wrestle with me, refuses to learn anything with me. Maybe they're set in their ways. Maybe they just don't want to talk about it. Maybe, maybe they think I'm wrong, but they don't want to tell me I'm wrong. And some, some people are more confrontational than others. Some people are less confrontational. Some cultures avoid confrontation at any cost, literally. They'll lie right to your face to avoid confrontation. And I agree that sometimes that could be helpful, but not every time. I mean, at some point we have to become authentic people, right? We just have to become real and say, hey, this is what it is, okay? I disagree with you. You disagree with me. Let's talk about it. Let's wrestle a little bit. Let's learn something. I'm willing to listen. So if you're in a group of people who all think the same thing and you're the only one that thinks anything differently, and I'm speaking from experience, what happens is you become like the black sheep. You become like this person that no one really even wants to talk to very much because you're different. And 10 minutes ago, you were all brothers and sisters, and now, now it's different. I actually 
I don't know. I want to use the word pity. I pity individuals in that situation that just band together because perhaps no one is strong enough to stand on their own and think, you know, it's, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, we're, look, we're not all ready to take a stand and be a hundred percent authentic and be just a human being, right? We're not all ready for that. We want to cling to our groups. We want to cling, cling to our social cliques and, uh, and, and get strength from that, or we get something from that, <laughs> a feeling of belonging and safety, right? Safety in numbers type thing. But it's my belief on the spiritual path that at some point we have to break out of that safety and we can't be part of any group. In our heart, I'm talking about. On paper, I'm part of several groups. But in my heart, Honestly, I'm just becoming a human being and I don't, I don't want to even, I I don't want to, I don't want part of my identity to be wrapped up in a group, especially a group that won't really talk or listen or be authentic, right? Now, of course, everybody's doing their best, right? This is what we hear. This is what people tell us. Well, everyone's doing their best and their intentions are good. Well, that may be right. I mean, I think most people's intentions are good, but but my question for you is, are good intentions enough? Is it enough to just intend something good? That's a deep question. I would say no. There's a lot more than intention. Because truth is, most people that have intentions, they're just wishes. They're just very weak wishes kind of thing. It's not anything serious. It's not anything they really want. So you and I are wolf pups. I'm happy to be your brother or sister. I'm happy to wrestle with you and we can both get stronger. We can both learn. I don't hate you. I'll never hate you. I don't even know what that means really anymore. I used to know. Thank God that was cleaned out. But here's the thing. Here's another question. If we're not sort of wrestling with each other as wolf pups and learning and growing together, if we're not doing all that, what are we doing? Going to work and earning money and eating food and going to the bathroom? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe for a lot of people, that's all they are doing. And they're wrapped up in the senses, right? The five senses pleasure, right? Eating good food, drinking, drugs, whatever. Sensual stimuli. Well, I feel that there's something higher that we're here to do and achieve. And I want to talk about that. I want to work towards that. I want to meditate toward that. And if I'm around someone who is happy to wrestle with me and help help me and help each other, that's good. I think that's good. I think that's called, I don't know, maybe that's called a healthy, growing relationship. And I mean, I'm not saying we have to wrestle all the time. We have to debate every single point. But at times, certain things come up that need to be addressed and discussed. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I've experienced uh, 
other individuals who, when I attempt to talk to them about higher things or it may be intellectual or logical things or reasoning, right? Or philosophy. Some people actually take the so-called high road and the spiritual road and, and sort of say that, oh, don't worry about that. Or, you know, just meditate, brother. That's all you need to do. You know, it's all about your heart, not your mind. You know, that answer is just BS. It really is. Because on our spiritual path, we can't pretend to be more spiritual than we are. If you pretend to be more spiritual than you are, that's ego. And that is a fine, subtle, nasty layer of ego. If you think you're so spiritual and that you're more spiritual than other people. I mean, that's just crazy. But unfortunately, I believe some people are afraid to talk about certain things. They're afraid to maybe look at themselves authentically. They're afraid to look in the mirror. And yes, maybe at times I am holding up a mirror to people. But they're holding up a mirror to me as well, right? So I've come to learn that if there are people who, if there are individuals who want to talk about good topics and discuss things and wrestle a little bit at times maybe and learn from each other and experience things, that's called a growing relationship. That's when we're wolf pups and we're getting stronger and smarter and we grow up to be strong, healthy wolves. But there's the other wolf pups out there that don't want to do that. They just want to pretend that they're the the most spiritual wolf pup of the bunch and they don't wrestle. They're, they're above wrestling. They're above talking. They're above intellect and reasoning, right? That's a good one. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Scary, actually. So I don't feel the need to hang around those people. I don't. I mean, nothing against them. Like I said, I don't hate anybody. But, you know, we all have to make a choice how we spend our time, who we spend our time with, right? And, you know, Charity told us that there's two, two things you need to do to move along the path. Stay away from the things that are holding you back and move toward the things that are actually helping you move forward. I mean, that's all it is. So I think in our lives, we can actually be very clear and very authentic about what in my life is helping me move forward, to learn, to experience, to change, to become. And what are the things in my life that are not helping me anymore? Maybe they helped me at one point. Maybe they were vital to my life at one point, but maybe now... They're not. I mean, we outgrow things, right? I mean, wolves, okay, we're wolf pups now, but we're not going to wrestle and fight and be goofy our whole lives together. No, at some point we grow up, right? And you stop wrestling because you don't need to. You went through a learning phase and now you've, now you go on to the next phase, whatever that is. Adulthood of being a wolf. So on our spiritual path, I believe it's important to talk about things, to learn things to, with our intellect, with our logic, with our reasoning, whatever you need, whatever you're curious about. 
Talk about it. Figure it out. Ask people. If you disagree, confront someone in a nice way, but confront them and say, hey, let's talk about this. I disagree with that, actually. Why do you say that? And let's talk. I mean, this is like, this is just being human. You know, this is the gift of having language and intellect. This is what we can do. Now, maybe at some point you'll be a saint and you won't even talk. You'll just walk around smiling and you'll be in bliss, one with the universe. Maybe you will. But for me, I could say I'm not there yet. And I am where I am. And I admit where I am. And I'm not trying to pretend to be somewhere I'm not. A lot of people do though, right? But let's talk about you and me. What we can do is just be authentic. Be clear and honest and transparent and authentic. That's all. That's all we can do. And you know what happens when, when you live your life that way? Your conscience is free. That's how I feel. I feel that in my life, everything I'm doing, everything I'm saying and everything, I'm just being me and I'm being true to myself. And of course, I'm trying to be the best Chris I can be, but I'm not pretending. I don't want to pretend I'm some spiritual saint and just walk around and speak in a soft voice. You know, I'm not, that's not who I am. That's not what I am. So I'm myself, I'm me. (laughs) And that's what I am. And that's who I have to be. So if that resonates with some people and does not resonate with other people, that's okay. And if people who were walking beside me on the path for many years, all of a sudden they don't want to walk next to me on the path, that's fine. Ultimately, this is a a solo mission here. This spiritual journey here is a solo mission. I mean, you came into this life on your own and you're going to leave it on your own. And when you leave it, then what? See, to me, that's the whole thing of spirituality is to figure that out. What happens then? I mean, it's fine to figure out how to get a job and pay your mortgage and, and how to how to work your social media accounts. It's fine to learn how to do those things. But how are we going to do the ultimate thing? Right? So we can't shy away from deep questions. We can't shy away from helping each other. And we can't shy away from being ourselves. So hopefully... In the next week, you can be yourself, you can ask questions, you can respectfully disagree with people, and hopefully they'll keep on speaking with you instead of just dropping the conversation. So this is the reality of the mystic, the mystical path. It's not easy. It's mostly uncomfortable but it pays big dividends so so have a great day have a great week I'm really happy you listened to the show I've been so in bliss almost when I get emails and little notes from you guys that you really like the show and that when I don't do an episode one week you really miss it Uh, by the way last week I missed because I was launching my big client 
their whole podcast network launched. I literally was working almost around the clock and I literally just could not do a mystic show. So anyhow, comment on the post until next week. Keep shining.